Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. I am your host, Elena. We have Justin with us, and we are back with another question for you guys. Hey, Justin. Hey, how are you, Elena? Doing well. I'm excited for our topic today. It's another Q&A. And our question for the day is, what is the importance of being tactical while leading? Okay, good question. Um, And I love, well, I'll just tell everyone I gave Elena this question for a specific reason. In the last Q&A, we talked about athleticism. We talked about Wadapalooza, CrossFit, CrossFit Games. Again, you can go back and look at all that. But this one... It came out of John Wood, uh, future son-in-law, uh, Zoe's coach, went to the CrossFit Games and the team with Zoe. He got asked last minute to play for to team because someone hurt their ankle. He jumped in. The team did really well as an elite three-man team because obviously he trains as an elite athlete or professional athlete. Um, they just call him elite and CrossFit instead of professional, um, basically. And so... Um, he jumped in and played, but they were from England. And so when they were talking about strategy, they used the word tactics instead. And they talked about tactics. And it's an interesting thing because when they were talking about tactics, it's to me, I get the use of the word, but strategy and tactics are two different things to me. And generally, I would say the words are inter- interchangeable. But when it came to leadership, I was really thinking about it. And when I was discussing with John and the other athletes on the field, and, and I've been in the CrossFit world a long time. Like I started CrossFit in 2012. Um, I then went through reconstructive shoulder surgery. Three, I had three rotator cuffs torn, um, meniscus, or not meniscus. Um, God dang it, what is the little suction cup thing? Um, whatever the little thing was torn the labrum um and i had a cracked humor head which is probably not the right word and i had a tore bicep so cadaver parts uh basically um calcium screws rebuilt shoulder after many years of dealing with so many problems and trying to get it fixed guy at nyu um can't remember his name but he did experimental surgery 100 used crossfit to get back at it then got involved with a sport called grid, which I will all talk about another episode because it's a valuable business lesson as an entrepreneur. Now that I can talk about it and um, my gag orders and everything are done, but I did DC brawlers. We did win the championship the first two years of the sport that I was in it I was not in it the third year, but I will tell everyone that grid was based on CrossFit. Um, again, I, 
don't think the business and the people that run the business are very good or good at running businesses, hence where they are and hence why it didn't perform the way that it did and hence why I'm no longer involved. And, you know, I had to use tactics and strategy to get out of that situation. And it wasn't pretty. And I was dealing with evil. So I did it things that were mean and hurt people and, and were expandable to people so I could do the right thing by everyone, which everyone I hope sees that, but they probably still have a grudge. But my point being is I've been in this CrossFit world for a very long time and, and in sports and there's tactics and there's strategy. And, and I want to just, I'll talk about it in soccer and we maybe talk about it in business. But strategy to me is what is our overall thing? Are we going to be aggressive? What are the things that we're after? Okay. The tactics are the tactical tasks by which we have to achieve our strategy. So whatever the tactics, the maneuvers that are strategically aligned to achieve your strategy. And I just said strategically because I'm using it, but tactics and being tactical are the pieces leading up to a strategy. So how do you fit tactically, fit all the pieces together in the process of getting a strategy? Strategy to me is more like I have this idea that tactics are the real things that I use and the tasks I use to get there. And so why is tactics important in leadership? Because without them, we don't break our strategies down into achievable tactics or habits as we talked about on that episode with Phil, sessions, um, through exploring, um, exploring through leaders, um, episodes and series, um, a couple episodes ago. And so habits, whatever we want to talk about it, but really the tactics, how do we take a strategy? We take a, you know, this is what we're going to do to get there. These are the businesses we're going to build to get there. This is what we're aiming for and break them down to specific tactical maneuvers. And so I'm not arguing the English have the word wrong or we have the word wrong or the Australians or whatever Americans. But what I am arguing is that we should probably break it apart as an entrepreneur and actually break them apart for the people in our businesses. So they have two very strong words that lead to the same thing, but mean two totally different things. One is the strategy, the idea, the foundation, the construct, the architecture. The other one is actually the execution, the tactics. Can I do within the confines? And tactics are where I pivot. And if I have to tactically pivot enough, I go back to my strategy and I come up with a new theoretical strategy based on the tactics. And then the tactics try to align with the strategy again. But being tactical in our life every day is discipline, it's the way we handle ourselves. It's something no one ever told me because I had a strategy of how I wanted to get to the things I wanted to achieve. But what I lacked was the tactics. And when it came up in, in Wadapalooza and the way that they were using it, they were using it very specifically in breaking down the specific movements and the specific tests. They weren't talking about an overall strategy like let's hit the gas. And we can argue strategy is the breakdown, but I'm going to argue in the leadership as we move forward, we need to define words. And in a world where we're 
breaking apart definitions of words, we need to strongly define them to help us understand so we can communicate effectively. If I have to define every time I use strategy in one way and every time I use strategy in another way to my employees, I lost the point. So it's tactics, strategy. We have clients and we have customers or consumers. Clients are all the businesses that we have contracts with. Consumers and customers are all the people we sell food direct to. Two separate things, very specific in the nomenclature. Same thing. What are tactics? What are strategy? We'll talk about strategy more in other episodes. But today, why is tactics and being tactical important in leadership? Because without it and without thinking about it and without understanding it and going to work on it, you can't break it down. I can have a strategy of going after the queen overall in chess, but it's my tactics that are my moves that lead me to the victory if I can achieve the strategy. And if they change, I've got to change my strategy and then align my tactics to that strategy. Chess is a perfect example. Um, again, funny thing, I didn't actually fully know how to even play chess. Um, I played it in college and I played it here and there, but I don't think I ever grasped it in the way that I've grasped it now um, over the last two years because I've had so much time to play it during COVID. And John, who I mentioned at the beginning, thing loves chess and loves playing it. So I've had a good teacher. Um, Deborah's a good chess player. So I picked it up pretty quickly. Um, I have a gift for picking up things quickly, but again, it's not a gift. It's something I just worked on. I was slow. I slowly picked up things as a kid. It was, I was a little harder, you know, but I practiced at it, which made me better at it as I got older. I can pick up sports and athletics pretty quickly. I pick up business and ideas pretty quickly and farming pretty quickly. I was exposed to all three. So maybe my three pillars that everyone that I named everyone, I'm biased because I was all three, but I'm pretty sure that I'm right. Like I will say that I will 100% that say that the discipline you get from sports or entrepreneurism or farming or all three or two of three is a game changer in your development years. I see it every day by the people that walk in the door. It's not the education level. It's not a degree from Harvard or a degree from Michigan State or a community college degree or no degree at all. It's those three things. Success or failure in those three things along the way, not as important. The lessons learned, the ability to keep going, the still willingness to do it, the still willingness to be in business or a coach in athletics or whatever it is, or an athlete, pretty significant. And in a world where it's most important, like we talk about personal responsibility and taking care of ourselves and fighting the battles of the future, I'm pretty sure you want the entrepreneurs, the farmers, and the athletes on your side. Because what are we talking about? Soldiers, food, being able to strategically think about putting the world together to move forward. It's not our politicians. They just want to put rules in place. They will not adjust to a world that falls apart if it does ever. Your business will not adjust to a politician's type thinking. It needs entrepreneurs. It needs the ability to pivot and think strategically and put tactics in place. Not all entrepreneurs are meant for the jobs I'm talking about or meant to lead in the way that I'm talking about, but I do believe that any entrepreneur that's willing can learn the skill set. 
just like a farmer, just like an entrepreneur, just like an athlete. So what are your thoughts, Elena's tactics, strategy? I know you probably had some strategic management classes in college, but they never actually taught you the tactics of how to execute your strategy, I'm guessing. Yeah, so it's interesting because as you were sharing, I looked up the definition uh, just to kind of see, you know, on paper or on my screen, <laughs> what the differences were. So the definition for strategy is a plan of action or policy designed to achieve a major or overall aim. And then the definition of tactic was an action or strategy carefully planned to achieve a specific end. So they are really similar. And I think that's probably why it's so easy to say, or people think, oh, they're interchangeable. It's the same thing. Um, but the strategy definition, you know, talks about that overall goal, the major goal. And I think the tactical definition is, you know, those smaller steps, those benchmarks or those specific things you're going to do to achieve that. So I just found that really interesting. I had never really thought about it in that way, but yes, we did do strategic marketing courses and classes. And I think within that, you know, they're kind of viewing it as, oh, it's, it's all the same. You know, they, we never talked about tactical anything that I can remember, but it also was many years ago now. Um, but it was just interesting to see the different ways that it, the words are defined and how they're also super similar. And I think it's important also that we, we understand the difference and when we design our lives or we design our vision boards and stuff like that, or our businesses or how we're going to lead ourselves or our personal plans to become a better leader or whatever it is we're working on on whatever stage that we understand the two definitions. And it really, because I get a lot of questions on my Instagram DMs, um, even from not followers that just catch stuff, they'll ask questions, which, and a lot of it's to challenge my thinking. I think at this point that the more the podcast goes on, it's more to see the intellectual foundation. And so I don't mind it. And I don't mind the conversation. So long as, again, there's no need to be mean. I'm not here to do anything. And, um, and I'm not a tyrant and I don't believe in tyranny and, and all of those things that sometimes get thrown in there. But and nor am I a racist of any sort. So I just want to say that my vision in life is tactically is I have a strategy. Okay. How do I move everyone forward for gain? Okay. So our strategy at food service partners is, is to, and it's not food, it's to grow the humans and make sure the humans and, and the animals survive on this planet for a long time. And people are like, oh, you produce food and you employ people. But under that strategy, under the strategy of making the world a better place for humans and animals and plants and, and repair the planet doing it or rejuvenating the planet or regenerating however you want to look at it, within that falls everyone else's dreams. And within that falls the, also the focal points of the athletes who need good food, of the entrepreneurs who I work with in food who can start doing the right thing in food and making a difference and actually moving the needle because they're able to do it. And then, um, like we've talked about the farmers. Um, so, you know, who are actually growing the food and know how to do it. So the, um, I lost my train of thought for some reason, but it's, um, 
it's important that we um, it's important that we focus on these things, and it's important that we um, I don't know that we have the self reflection to understand that without habits or tactics to get something done, we can't even begin to put our strategy in place. And what I would say to anyone that's having trouble with this is the army is the strategy. The tactical teams they put in place are the tactics, if that makes sense. There's a lot of little tactical teams that make the overall strategy of the army successful and they literally call them tactical teams. I can't get it any more specific than that. I think it's also interesting to point out that this was just something that you overheard this weekend, right? It was just the way someone worded something that really made you think. And I think we have so many moments like that. This is a little bit off the topic, but there are so many moments like that where, you know, we have opportunities to learn something new or to have a new perspective on something. We actually talked about this this morning at my church, which is really funny. But I just thought it was interesting that, you know, many people would have heard that this weekend and never thought twice about it, but you dove into it really thinking, oh, what is the difference here? Like, this is something different. I haven't thought about this this way. I want to understand this more. And I think that that was really interesting. So I just wanted to point that out because that's such a big leadership quality, um, listening for those moments and for those things that you want to learn more about and just having questions and questioning things that are different than you're used to. So I just wanted to point that out before we wrapped up today that I found it really interesting. We've basically had a whole episode of something you just overheard when many people probably wouldn't have even considered it as a second thought. Well, it's one of those things where we live in a world where we should be questioning things. And the more comfortable and safer we think we're getting and the more we think people are listening to us or our government's listening to us or whatever. History will tell you over 150,000 years, no matter who's written it, I don't care how biased it is. Underlyingly, it will tell you that, you know, we don't well. And so um, as, as society, unless we, um, we have that, we have purpose and in that purpose, um, is discipline and in that purpose is having a strategy to get to that purpose and in that purpose happiness and and goals and civilizations that got comfortable or people that get comfortable in their goals they don't succeed and civilizations that can get comfortable and allow too much comfort i'm sorry i'm not talking about let's go out and cattle prod everyone i'm just talking about let's not let the government give everyone everything that's what i'm talking about comfort i'm talking about the human should still have to go earn their way and not every human's going to earn equally it's just we generate value differently that's the beauty of us being different from everyone we get a chance to be our own value and economically or communism and all that and the soul and all being equal it it can make sense, but the reality is, is we grow our soul. And the reality is, is we get a chance to grow as a human. And so we get a chance to be more than different. We get a chance to make a difference.
and instead of trying to make everything the same and and I want to be just like this because I feel this way, embrace that you aren't that way and that you are different and that people will be attracted to you because of that. But making it so everyone has to deal with the same things you deal with, it's just, it's not a leadership tactic and it's not going to lead for a future. So, um, you know, when it comes to tactics, I would encourage, I know everyone has a strategy and I know in social justice and social rights and social movements, there's huge strategies, but I often want people, I often find people don't look at the tactics they're using by which to achieve that strategy. And because they don't look at the tactics and how those, those tactics when stringed along, they may make perfect sense individually or in individual groups or how the groups run across the country. But if you look at how they function overall, the message may get blurred. And it's because you aren't aligning the tactics with the strategy. And I businesses do this, but get lost. But I see social movement groups lose themselves so much on this pure thing, their philosophy, their uh, the thing that makes them great and attracts everyone gets lost. They get too extreme to try to keep pulling in more people because they're not happy with the people that they have who are making a difference. So they become unloyal to the message. Um, there's a lot of things. Um, so like I said, it's not only in sports, it's not only in business, it's in our communities, it's in our governments. We often are so driven by the strategy of vaccination, for example, that we've fucked up things because the tactics we use. And now that the tactics are all together, you know, we talk about this in the wow episode I record. Um, it's great that the, I think it's great and 100% applaud the government for giving a billion dollars to USDA money um, for to help the food world. But guys, each of us eat every day in the United States and there's over almost 400 million of us creeping up there again maybe slight exaggeration we're well over 300 million for sure but if we all are spending money on food every day no matter if we all ate the minimum amount of food a billion dollars doesn't last us very long um, we buy more in the united states on amazon in a year than we're talking about in saving our farms and in what we eat just to give everyone perspective, how many billions of dollars does Amazon do a year? So billion dollars to help food and farming when we all eat how many meals a day and we all overconsume, particularly in the United States and need more food and need more food and continually have a growing population. We, that's a bandaid. I applaud it. I get it. If I were in his position and I didn't know any better, I would probably do the same thing, throw money at a problem that always works. It's a politician's answer because it does seem to work in the short run. And again, politician's strategy is to stay in office so they can make the big make a difference as long as possible. I don't think they do it for power. I think they think the more they can stay in office, the more security they have, the more they can take care of their family, and the more the bigger the difference they can make because they're there longer. I just think somewhere along the lines, the tactics they're using to get that strategy no longer achieves the strategy they came into office for period. Sorry, it happens to a lot of people all the time and a lot of walks in life. But it's just, it's possible. And why 
politicians were never meant to be lifelong people is because the rotation of ideas and alphabet letters in this case and um, or whatever we identify as not to be disrespectful again because I don't know but because I do want to address it because I think it's important it doesn't matter what alphabet letter it just if you want to go out there and represent yourself run for office rally the people that are similar to your cause do it in a positive way but don't bulldoze everyone else who's had the same fight that you had to get what you wanted it just seems insane to me that we're willing to bulldoze women for the same rights that they fought for they fought really hard to get what they have and that we bulldoze them so that's what i'm talking about is the tactics matching the strategy because if you want to feel like a woman and you're a man you're robbing women the feeling of being women it's contradictory so you still need if you want to feel like a woman the woman there still needs to be a feeling of being a woman in the first place because if you wipe out the feeling of being a woman in the first place then what is it that we're actually feeling and trying to achieve if I'm a man who feels like I'm a woman inside but I've been knocked out the feeling of a woman or the ability to be a woman just saying so tactically whatever we are whatever our causes i don't care i don't have a problem with anyone and yes many people think i should or whatever because the way i am or in some ways how conservative i am but here's how i believe in libertarian wise i believe everyone has the right to chase and pursue the dreams they have i believe they should be given the opportunity to do it and i believe that the government or that we have the ability to do it and protect us from anything that threatens our way of life or the ability to do so. Um, so that being said, if you have a strategy to make a change or you want more from your government or you want to be recognized more or whatever, there's a strategy and then there's the tactics, but you really need to think about the tactics. And thinking that a corporation is going to do it for you or a healthcare company or a hospital group is going to come in and save your community it's not going to happen and people in corporations loyalty is to your topic or to your active moment is gone if you don't have entrepreneurs that are in their business lifelong they're not going to be doing lifelong things in your community because i deal with corporations all the time i deal with big companies and and groups of people that say they're going to go in and they're going to help you and they have this strategy to come in and help the communities or do whatever or the farmers or whatever but it only lasts so long as that person is still employed at that company because if there's no person that or people or group that continue to push it. And if the ringleader leaves and there's no one to pick it up, it's gone. And your community just did all that work, spent all that time building all those relationships with that company for them to leave you stranded. And it will happen. And people will still make excuses for why it happened. They'll blame government, they'll blame COVID, but it's actually the people. The people that make you promises that are in corporations that say they're gonna do and their corporation's gonna be there, they are liars. And I can tell you it before it even happens because tactically they're thinking about their career. Their strategy is to do the best for everyone in their family, but tactically they're thinking about their career, which doesn't think about your employees or doesn't think about your community or doesn't think about your issues. It's only so as convenient as it stays in line with their career.
and the tactics that match their career. So tactically right now, they're passionate about it because it matches their strategy overall. We all do it. So you, me, everyone, really, you want to make changes. You got to strategically have a plan, but you got to tactically align yourself with the people that can actually and are willing to move the lead on or dedicated to do it over a lifetime. That's why tactics are important in leadership. We don't do it. We gobble on to any convenient news story to try to get five minutes of fame, get votes, do whatever. We don't sell the long-term strategy. We don't sell the tactics. Not one politician ever sells a strategy with the tactics how to get there. Not one. They won't want to be seen as wrong. They don't want to be seen as changing. But it's an interesting thing because I'm pretty sure the biggest sign of intelligence is the ability to change your mind and stick to it where you actually can expand your mind to think larger. That's intelligence. If you are so smart and you learn that you can actually break your own barriers inside your own head through experience and exposure and education, the founding three E's of leadership we talk about, I'd say you're pretty good. And um, your tactics should be easier now and the strategy should be better. But like Elena said, it was an answer I've been looking for for probably 22 years. It just happened to happen at a CrossFit event where I could break it down in a way that now I can explain it to the employees, which I've already started doing today. I've jumped right on it. This isn't the first time I've talked about it. But it's important because it now makes a lot of sense on what goes wrong on the strategy, the tactics. And we're successful when we move forward. But sometimes I got to tell you, it's a mess. And even with powerless and taskless and all that, there was a disconnect. And it was that, it was the tactical piece. And so, which is the day-to-day real-life tactics to get to the strategy. So, or your vision. So... Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Share us on Instagram and Facebook. You can reach out to us. Elaine and I have great content on social media as well, so come follow us. Um, Please keep sharing the episodes, um, and uh, please keep telling everyone about it. And thank you, Elena, for all you do and doing a great job on the podcast. So thanks, everyone. Thank you. And it's been a great episode and we look forward to you guys listening in as we continue to do more Q&A and you can always submit questions over on Instagram or Facebook and we will link those below in the description. Thank you again for listening in and we will talk to you on our next episode.